All right. Welcome, everybody. Today is December 7, 2022. I want to, um, this is a All Lives Matter call with Dr. David Peck and Dr. Alexander Lloyd. My name is Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting them. Um, before we hear from them, though, these cool cats, I want to um, share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, myself, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, take it away. All Thank right. you so much, Johanna. Uh, I'm Alex Lloyd. Uh, the good-looking guy in the middle is Dr. David Peck from uh, Columbia, New York. One thing I like about this, David, is if you look at our pictures side by side, it makes me look really tall. And I love that. I love that. Uh, you look, but because you're lower in the picture than I am, <laughs> it makes me look tall. And I've always been short. So, uh, but anyway, anyway. Um, I think we've got a great, uh, I think we've got a great topic for you today. If you are new to us, we are about helping people increase their emotional well-being by 100% or more in 12 months or less and giving you everything you need for free to do that, including answering questions, talking about issues, uh, troubleshooting right here every Wednesday for free. The calls are posted. So if you or a friend uh, have a topic or need a code from one that we're not talking about today, but talked about four months ago, they're all there for you. Okay. Uh, all free. So uh, David, why don't you start on the topic today? I've got some great stuff, I think, but go ahead and start. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Alex. So yeah, so um, several weeks ago, we covered that sort of these are sort of sort of social um uh social issue topics or social cultural social topics and and, and recently previously we did fear of missing out fomo and then we all followed that up with fear of cancellation and so you know this week we'd like to more focus on cancel culture itself not the fear of cancellation although that plays into it but what is cancel culture and what is it doing and what how does it how does it relate or how do, how do we how can we understand it in terms of our emotional structure emotional well-being uh, uh, issue structure you know of the healing codes and trilogy and so um, really what what I see is um, you know uh, a, a three part sort of a three segment, um, approach that occurs. And the first, the big one is really in the humility category, and that is judgmentalism. So, you know, you're making a judgment about what someone said or someone did as a group. And that's, you know, the, um, the concept here is that, and we've talked about this before, but it's really the fact that, and it's not true, is that in order for me to be okay, someone else has to think so. You know, really the key of the humility category. And that's where the judgmentalism, you know, because, you know, you're saying, and this, and from a personal standpoint, you know, it has to do with my, um, some of my character that I've discussed in the point, but I won't go into that right now. But, but as a group, 
you're you're making a judgment of a person and they they are really at the um at the mercy of of either being acknowledged as accepted or being you know rejected essentially which is the second part of the cancellation culture which is rejection essentially because if you're canceled you're essentially rejected and that's the kindness category and and you know i like i keep going to the categories because i think they really are important and there's really nine basic categories you know the other ones the unforgiveness and the unhealthy habits and the 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 liberty beliefs play into all of the other categories but those nine categories love joy peace um patience kindness goodness trust humility self-control those are really the, the the foundation as i see them anyway so the cancel culture the second part is the rejection part and that's what leads to things like um passive aggressive aggressive behavior you know uh, attachment and you know uh, abandonment issues except from the rejection and then the third part is really what the whole thing as i see it is about which is basically control so it's essentially a form of coercion that's occurring you know you're basically being forced or manipulated or coerced into acting or not acting or saying or not saying a certain thing by this cancel culture. And the reason I think it's, you know, for me, it's, you know, so important is because I see my uh, kids generation really is very much strongly affected by this. And that was the basis of talking about the fear of cancellation, FOC previously, because, they, you know, a lot of time I see them, you know, they're, they're very self-conscious about whether they're going to say the wrong thing or appear the wrong way or that kind of thing. So, you know, those are the three parts of it. Um, you know, um, I'll, I guess I'll leave it at that for now and go to Alex since you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Dave. Um, yeah. To, and here's what I'd say. I, I agree with everything you said. Um, uh, it starts in the humility area, which is either inferiority or superiority. And I would say in this case, it's actually an arrogance that comes from inferiority. And what I've noticed, Dave, and it has been interesting to me, is that almost everyone I have seen who has been the canceller, if that makes sense, the one doing, They're doing the canceling, They're, the, canceling. Doing the one doing the canceling. Yeah. Have you noticed, Dave, that they're almost always seem angry. Yes. Yeah. They okay. do. They, they do. They they just. Uh, I mean, almost a hundred percent of the time, they seem angry, and 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 that ought to tell us something. And what it tells me is that anger is a goal directed experience, and the anger happens when the person feels like their goal is being blocked by someone or something. So they have something they feel like they need in their life, which in this case, I believe is mainly that their opinion is correct about something, okay? And, <laughs> and, and so if other people validate that, yeah, yeah, we agree with Alex. Alex, great point. Hey, did you hear what Alex said? Okay, all that stuff feels good, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And, yeah. and, and I think that's part of it, too, because the cancel culture, to me, the, the culture is just another gang. You've heard of, you know, uh -huh. street gangs that started yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with West Side Story, the Jets and the Sharks, and now it's the Crips and the Bloods. Who knows what it is today? 
But, but a gang is a place of acceptance for the people in the gang. So to me, the people who are doing the, can the canceling, the people who feel like, yes, I am part of the cancel culture. I'm one of the cancelers, okay? Well, those people, I believe, are have an inferiority issue. And because of the inferiority issue, they're trying to cover that up so that no one knows it. So they act arrogant. Mm -hmm. They act superior, even though they feel inferior. Well, how do you prove you're superior? Well, one way you can do it is by showing how smart you are by proving someone else is wrong mm -hmm. and that I'm right, okay? And if I can do that, that feels good to me because I am, well, what I'll tell you is that if we could remove rejection issues from everyone's life, my guess is at the snap of the fingers, the emotional well-being and happiness of the whole world would go up at least 50%. <laughs> if we could just do nothing except eliminate rejection and rejection feelings and rejection memories, okay? So what cancel culture is doing is it's intentionally rejecting people and, mm -hmm. and, and they feel that, okay? And, and let me tell you, you know, if you're, if you're hearing my voice right now, you don't have to wonder about this. You know, because everybody knows. It hurts like heck to be rejected. Mm. It hurts bad. It feels really good to be validated and accepted. Mm -hmm. Okay? So basically, I think, Dave, what cancel culture is doing, and I'm not going to say all of them, but it seems like most of them, is they're trying to get their own acceptance by lashing out in anger and rejecting someone else. And they're trying to get it from the, the culture, the other culture um, group members and from just anyone and everyone on the internet that might possibly agree with them. Okay? So... Yeah. So the cancel culture person, the person who's the canceler, okay, if, if they type out a thing that just, you know, it just destroys me. Alex Lloyd is horrible, terrible, the worst person in the world, whatever, okay? So just imagine this. The cancel person types that out, posts it on the internet, and then they look at it. How do you think they feel? Okay, I think they're excited. I think they're excited. They're anticipating cancel culture members piling on. Yes, you're right. Alex is bad. Yes, you're right. Alex is terrible. Yes. And every one of those validates the canceler and helps them with their inferiority feelings. Okay, so to me, it's basically a street gang online. Wow. And they get their acceptance from each other and from other people, but they also they also get what they think they need, Dave, by taking it from other people. So yeah. they get their acceptance by rejecting. That's great. And I have one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I have a question also that goes along with this. That so, in order to get 
that, that's a really interesting discussion. In order to get the people to come along and to be part of the gang, right? There's a certain manipulation or something that goes on, or it's like it's like um, uh, taking on or or uh, you know manipulating people's vulnerabilities or something. So if somebody comes in already with some rejection issues, can you just try to clarify how is it that people get sucked into this and you know you know sort of uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's brainwashing or sort of manipulated into taking part and thinking that it's okay and not realizing that, you know, you're, you're hurting somebody or you're, you know, you're, 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 you're spreading negative energy or whatever that is. Well, I think to, to me and, and the people that I've, that I've counseled with who've been involved with things like this, what they tend to tell me, Dave, is um, it just, it happened really, um, it happened really simply and and they just sort of slid into it okay without maybe even totally realizing everything that was happening and and usually it's okay it started with a topic i am interested in a topic that i think there are two sides to and that i am interested in okay so when they see people who are sharing that same opinion about yeah. the topic that they're interested in right it that in and of itself validates them but then when they also see that that person totally destroys alex who's on the other side of that issue argument that makes them feel good too because they may think you know what I believe Alex is wrong, but I don't know that I would have known what to say to kind of prove that or whatever. And boy, this guy really nailed him. And 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 so then they just start looking at it more and more. And then eventually, and for some people, this may be the first day, but eventually at some point, you know, they, they say, you know what? I'm gonna type one about an issue today. And now they're usually cooked and now it becomes um you know it, it went from something that started innocently yeah. to something that has really become a killer because no joke no joke ladies and gentlemen people commit suicide over stuff like this yeah. okay when people go online and and they cancel them and pile on them and tell how they're a terrible person for having that opinion or whatever people commit suicide for stuff like that and and the and the other the one other thing I wanted to bring in, Dave, mm -hmm. is the First Amendment to the United States Constitution is freedom of speech. And we oh. have we have safeguards built in legally to our government that that cannot be canceled because the, the framers, the, the founders of America knew how important it was that everyone be able to have their say and say their opinion. That's how discussion starts and change happens after the discussion, okay? So what cancel culture is really trying to do in another sense, a legal sense to me, they're trying to revoke the First Amendment and they are the Supreme Court deciding who can say what their truth and who can't. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? If you did that literally on the street, you would eventually be in jail because that's against the law, all right? Uh -huh. But cancel culture through the internet stuff 
has found a way to do it that's almost impossible to prosecute. And so it's it's really become this morphed, weird, crazy thing that has evolved that is really in opposition to our number one most basic freedom as an American. And uh, and so that would be my biggest argument, really, is wow. to me, this is in violation of the Constitution. And yes. it's clear. You, you know, and that's great. And and, and this is a, another example of, and I've said this before, but, you know, that, that there are powers out there and influences out there that, that over the course of time teach us how to hate and shame, you know, and this is one of them, you yeah, know, this is right. like, and so I guess that's one of the keys when you, if you see the person or you see the, what the, 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 the emotion and the motivation, really the, the intention mostly of what is being said and who's saying it, and you see anger and bitterness and hatred in there, that should tell you right away, this is coming from a dark place. That's right. All right. Well, uh, we better get to it. Uh, if we're going to do the code, uh, Dave, you ready? Yeah. You, you, can you do it today? Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, this would be for, if you are part of the cancel culture, this would be for you to be able to pause time out and, uh, rethink this thing mm-hmm. that hurts other people rejects other people. And the big issue here is kindness. Cancel culture um, is all about meanness. Mean-spirited. So I don't think that's really how you want to live your life, okay? It doesn't feel good to anybody, okay? So if you're part of cancel culture, that's for you to time out, reevaluate, and move to kindness and love, acceptance, and honest, open discussion. If you are a victim of cancel culture, this is to help heal your rejection issues over that Mm -hmm. and be able to get to a place of peace and realize, hey, that's just a really, really angry person because they feel so inferior inside. That's what this whole thing's about. Amen. All right. So uh, write your issues, say a prayer from your heart or request from your heart about it healing. Everything related to it, whether you know about it or not, and you. And by the way, you can. Keep, I pray the whole time. So it, if uh, I haven't given you enough time to pray, just continue, and let's start with a healing code. Both hands, temples. Both hands, temples. Slow, deep breaths from the stomach. Don't try to make anything happen. If anything, just back out of the way. Your body, mind, and spirit know exactly how to heal this stuff. They don't need your help. But you can get in the way. <laughs> Left hand, Adam's apple. Right hand, jaw. David, what word would you say would be the kind of the opposite of cancel? Hmm. Left hand temple, right hand bridge. The opposite of cancel. 
Is it affirm or accept? Accept. accept. I like accept, accept. Yeah. Yeah. accept. Yeah. Accept. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, you can accept a serial killer as a person without accepting their behavior. Right. So even if you disagree with someone's opinion on something, you can accept and be kind to them as a person and still oppose their behavior in a legitimate, kind way. Right. Both hands bridge. And particularly if you understand why they're doing what they do also. Yeah. You it's can have their inferiority. It's their inferiority. It's their anger. That's, mm. that, it has nothing to do with you in reality most of the time. Mm. They are in great pain internally themselves right. and they're lashing out out of their pain. Both hands, Adam's apple. Okay, now let's go to trilogy and uh, start with custom acupuncture points. Let's start with eyebrows. Side of the hand. Pimples. Under the nose. Little finger. Index finger. Middle of the chest, under the eyes, thumb, sore spot, chin, under the arms, middle finger. Under the nipples, 9G. Eyes open, closed, open. Eyes down to the left, down to the right. Circle your eyes, circle back the other way. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> okay, let's activate governing and conception vessel three times, please three times. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. This calms the central nervous system. Okay, now custom healing centers. Let's start with forehead. Please open and harmonize. Throat. Please open and harmonize. Again, if it hurts, you're massaging too hard. Base or root on the pubic bone. Please open and harmonize. Heart. Please open and harmonize. Crown. 
Please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, please open and harmonize. And then left hand brain, I'm sorry, left hand forehead, right hand brainstem. This is unconscious, subconscious, conscious, and generational mind all at the same time. Your entire mind all at the same time. We're dumping usable energy into your mind that it can use to heal mind things. And that's what it does. Both hands over the heart, slow, deep breaths one after another, let the code process. I would do that for a minute or two. Uh, whenever you're ready, take a look at your zero to 10 and note any change. Also, uh, take another look at it 30 minutes from now. It should be better 30 minutes from now. Dave, I wanted to share one other thing, and then Johanna, we can uh, take questions or comments if there are any. Dave, back uh, when I first started the Healing Codes, um, it wasn't called cancel culture then, but I had a number of professional skeptic groups who absolutely came after me with all guns blazing. I mean, they posted, they made recordings, they did all kinds of stuff about I was a quack. Uh, I was lying. I was fraudulent. There's no way this can be true, whatever. And whenever I would talk to any of them on the phone, first of all, they would sound totally different than they than you would think they would have sounded uh, by what they wrote. They, sound, they actually sounded like reasonable human beings when I talked to them on the phone. But what they would say is, well, you know, it's really simple. Um the whole thing comes down to the fact that you don't have double blind studies and you can't ever say anything is proven unless there's double blind studies. OK, and so there was nothing I could do because I didn't have. They're right. I knew it worked, but I didn't have double blind studies. Well, it's interesting, Dave. Um, in the last couple of years, I've had just one or two uh, things related to that. And I would contact them and they would say, yeah, but you don't have any double blind studies. And I'd say, yes, I do. I have 15 of them. And, and, that, and they'd say, what? And, I, and I'd say, yeah, I've got 15 double blind studies saying this works on 26 issues from cancer to anxiety and almost everything in between. And then there'd be another long pause on the phone well, I don't believe it. What show them to me? And so I'd send them a link where they could read every word if they wanted to. And Dave, every single time, they have not even had the courtesy to contact me back. That's the last I hear of them. And not a single one of them has even said, 
Sorry about that. I didn't know you had studies. Um, so, and, and what that told me, they don't care about the truth. All they want to do is, is hurt people. That's all they care about. And it makes them feel good because of their pain from their own inferiority. But they don't care about the truth. If they did, they would respond and say, oh, wow, I, I, my bad. I didn't know you had that. I will never write that again, et cetera. But, you know, when you say that, because you're pre preaching to the pew in a way, because my experience with academic medicine and that type of approach, that's the same old story that's almost always given. It's just a way to 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 um, to um, to to you know, what is it? Burst your bubble or whatever, you know, to to d d um, uh, what's that called? Legitimize stuff stuff, because frankly, we have these, you know, the randomized control trial, the double blind stuff. That's the basis of evidence, what's known as evidence based medicine. I actually call it evidence biased medicine, because what happens is people get categorized into these different categories and almost nobody fits in that. I mean, every individual is different. And then there, there's 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 different benefits based on stratification of the data that is is essentially a statistic. You know, that that if you and, and anyone's that's worked with biological numbers and spreadsheets and statistics can tell you very simply, you push different buttons and you categorize, you, you know, group data in different ways and you can almost get any result that you're looking for. And so, you know, the, the fact that, you know, and, and I've seen so many examples of clinicians who know so many facts and have these things memorized and everything, but they're terrible clinicians. You know, yeah. they're just all thumbs. And like you're saying that everyone that has a UTI gets three days of Bactrim. Well, you know what? This person, our, you know, doesn't do to respond to Bactrim or whatever it is, you know, and it's and it's that rigid kind of thinking that I think it really holds us back more than yeah. anything else. So I totally, you know, sympathize what you had to deal with. You know, it's a, I don't see going to say a bunch of idiots, but those are people that they're. I don't know. There is sort of the the purpose seems to be to undermine something good. Well, you well, Dave, to me, to me, they're just standing up for their gang. This is my gang. Okay, yeah, because you're That's because you're gonna, threatening. I'm gonna, you, I'm you gonna threaten say their... what our gang says and do what our gang does. Right. Well, because because you're threatening their way of of existence. Right. Because right. you know what they're doing is not working. You know, you've got all these terrible problems. What you're doing works, you know, and, and that should be enough proof. Honestly, you shouldn't have to have this double blind, rigid study. You know, of course, you know, especially in your in, in the case of healing coach, you can just the same person, you know, they, they did the healing codes or did great. You know, you started and didn't do anything for 40 years and you started doing the healing codes. Anyway, I, you know, that it, it, it upsets me to hear that because that that's something that, that we've been dealing with for just decades, you know, it, it, that's, that, that is a force to um, prevent progress or with, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah, let me anyway. say one more, let me say one more thing and then I've got to go. And this is about Dave. Um, one of my best friends is a medical doctor, went to medical school at UT Medical School here in Tennessee. And um, he tells this story and has told it publicly for a long time. And he said his first day of medical school, First day, the professor comes in, doesn't, doesn't address the class, doesn't say a word to anybody, 
goes to the chalkboard and in huge letters writes on the chalkboard, you are God. Right. Exclamation point. And he flips around to the class and says, and points to the board and said, anyone not ready to assume the position, leave now. Okay. And, and ladies and gentlemen, not, they're not all like that. My best friend isn't like that, but I want you to look at this man in front of you in the middle, Dave. And if you have, if you have been coming to this program for any length of time, one of the things I think you have perceived about him is his humility and honesty. Okay. Um, let me tell you, that does not come easy in his profession. He had to work hard to be that way. Uh, but, and so, but, and I've got to go. So I'm not going to listen to your reason okay. like, okay. because it is true. But yes, um, yeah. I've got to go. I love you guys. See you next love week. You, Alex. Okay. All right, Alex. No, I just wanted to say also, just, you know, is that when you go to see your doctor, you know, look at your doctor. Look at your doctor. I mean, you know, that's that that's going to give you an indication. You know, it's like the guy who's telling you, you know, whatever, you know, anyway, I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> I just anyway, go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> OK, so if you have a question, um, uh, you can um, raise your hand by pressing star nine or type in your question. Um, we do have a question, and before Alex left, he was able to answer it, and it's by Annie. She says, I've been working with a coach for about a month now and was doing codes on my own for three months prior. In the last few weeks, I've been feeling pretty crummy. I felt like I was making progress, and now I feel physically worse and emotionally worse. I spend a great deal of time trying to find the source memories, which is a little exhausting. Is feeling worse a normal part of healing? I'm feeling a bit discouraged. Thank you. And then Alex answered. He said, it's called a healing response and is common for about one person in 10. Drink water, eat citrus fruit, exercise. It should pass. How long is unique to each person? Blessings. So that was Alex answering that question. Um, we have a hand up and it's, um, hold on. I'm going to open her line. This is Bridget. You know, I would just say, add just one thing to that is also because she was talking about finding the source memory. And that also could be, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're working peripherally and you haven't quite gotten to the source memory, you might, you know, not get quite the progress. In the, so once, so keep working for that source memory anyway. I'm sorry. Right. Right. Okay. Bridget. <laughs> Would you like yeah, to? Hello, uh, hello, Johanna, and hello, Dr. Davis. Um, um, I'm looking, Johanna, to get a healing code uh, for my lower right back. It's um, I've had an MRI done on it, but I haven't got the results yet. Uh, but it's just my lower left, lower right side of my back, please. Okay, so just a moment, Bridget. I'm going to stop the recording here. So, so yes. the whole world.